0: You're listening to the Sunday Mornings at Bear Creek United Methodist Church podcast. Each week we replay the week's sermon delivered by Pastor Leo Tyler. Bear Creek UMC is located in Houston, Texas. For more information, please visit our website at bearcreekumc.org. Again, it's another day God has given us and we are celebrating it by worshiping God. This is the last sermon in our series, Voices of Christmas, the Magi, the Voices of Adoration, the Voices of Adoration. Today is an important day in the life of our church. in as we celebrate Epiphany, the commemoration of the coming of the Magi as the first manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles. You see, Jesus is the savior of the world. He didn't come only to save the Jewish people. He came to save all of us, Jews and non-Jews alike. John chapter 3 and verse 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that the one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. It goes on to say that god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world would be saved through him you see adoration and reverence to god is really a call to worship god a call to worship god when worshiping god we submit ourselves completely totally to god Think about it today you came to worship God Jesus is God look at Philippians chapter 2 verses 6 and 7 it says Jesus who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage rather he made himself Nothing by taking on the very nature of a servant, becoming human, being made in human likeness. At the Chalcedonian Creed was adopted at the Council of Chalcedon in five four fifty one, and at Chalcedon it was a response to certain heretical views about Jesus Christ about the nature of Christ. This is the fourth of seven ecumenical councils accepted by the Eastern Orthodox Church as well as the Catholic Church and many of the Protestant churches including the United Methodist Church. And what that creed declared was is that our Lord Jesus Christ, the same perfect in Godhead and also perfect in manhood. That Jesus was truly God and truly human, a reasonable soul and body in all things like us, but without sin. One reason we have the two candles when the acolytes come down, and thank you, Abby and Annie, for being our acolytes today, they light both candles, one representing the human side of Jesus, one representing the divine side of Jesus. When we worship God, we're worshiping God three in one. Jesus is God. The wise men came to worship the baby Jesus. They saw early on the baby, Mary's baby, the one that there was not room in an inn for, the one who came and was in the manger The one who grew up, who was Jesus truly God and truly man. Today we hear the voice of the Magi. In Matthew chapter 2 verse 2, they say, We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Have you come to worship Jesus today? These wise men, men of great intellect, men that have studied the stars, the planets, the comets, the galaxies, they saw this unusual star and knew it meant that a king had been born for the Jews. Herod, chief priests and the, the teachers of the law, they found it in scripture in the Old Testament. Micah chapter 5 and verse 2, it says, as for you, Bethlehem of Ephrath, though you are the least significant of Judah's forces, one who is to be ruler in Israel on my behalf will come out of you. His origin is from remote times, from ancient days, the prophecy said. You see, these wise men followed the star, and they found Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Now they were in a normal house. They were in the house, and by this time, Jesus would be between one and two years of age. Most people, uh, as, they, as we sung today, think that there were three wise men. The only reason why we say three wise men is because they had three gifts. The scripture doesn't say how many wise men, but notice, let's notice the gifts that they brought. It was their way of worshiping God. They brought the gifts, it may seem strange to bring these gifts to a baby, but each one of them had a significant meaning. The first one, as we look at it, was gold. Gold was this uh, association with kings. And so truly Jesus being king of kings, Revelation chapter 19 verse 16 says, and his name, written on his robe and on his thigh was king of kings and lord of lords. We worship Jesus because he is king of kings. Second gift was frankincense. Frankincense is often burned as an incense in worship. And yes, Jesus should be worshiped. Should be worshiped. And then third was myrrh. Myrrh is a perfume that is used at a burial. And when you think about it, 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 it's to make it smell nice. And here Jesus, who suffered and died, well, his atoning sacrifice was a sweet-smelling aroma that was pleasing to his father because he gave his life for all of us. You and I are to humble ourselves and to worship surrender totally to Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. Think about that. Think about worshiping. John Wesley said it this way. He said, let God have sole dominion over you. Let him reign without rival. I love saying that. Let him reign without rival. Let him possess all your heart and rule alone let him be your one desire your joy your love and so that all within you may continually cry out the lord god omnipotent reigns you see even the first three commandments when you start studying the first three commandments are all about worshiping god In Exodus 20, verse three through seven, when God was given the commandments through Moses for God's people, he says, you shall have no other gods before me. That you should not make into yourself any graven image and that you should not misuse the name of the Lord, your God. In our worship services, when we worship God, if you notice, we combine both praise and worship. I talked about praise on Christmas Eve. Praise is appreciation. Well, whenever we always start to worship, you notice, even Sean, get the songs together, well, we are really praising God as a way of appreciation. We use a combination of both. The first is the purpose so that you can say thank you to God, so that you can think about all that God has done for you and say, thank you, God. But then the music changes as the service progresses and we are more now directed toward worshiping God. When we talk about worshiping God, then it's reflecting on who God is, who God is, and we humble ourselves before God, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and our Savior. Remember this, praise and worship should not just be for Sunday mornings. You and I should take time to make praise and worship an integral part of our daily lives. We should worship Jesus day and night as he is worshiped in heaven. The scripture says in Revelation 4, verse 6 through 11, uh, that in heaven, Jesus is worshiped and they never stop. They never stop. And then before the throne, there is as it were, a sea of glass, the scripture says. A, it's like crystal. And around the throne on each side are four living creatures. And day and night, the scripture says, they never stop saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Imagine in heaven, Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to the one who sits on the throne, Jesus Christ, who lives forever and ever, and then the 24 elders, they fall down before him to worship him, and the scripture says, they lay their crowns before the throne, and what do they say? You are worthy, O Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and praise. You see, we praise God because you have created all things and by your will, they were created and have their being. The one reason you and I worship God is because we know that we would not be here if it wasn't for God. And so think about it. Our focus during worship should be only on the one, only on the one God, three in one. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, is God, and gave himself for us. And you and I should surrender ourselves only to the one. Only to the one. And Jesus is to rule our hearts without a rival. Without a rival. Jesus should possess all of our hearts without a rival. Jesus should rule our hearts without a rival. Now, what am I saying to you? I'm saying we are to let Jesus Christ be our one desire, to be our one joy, to be our one love. And of course, it goes to say, all of us go, how can that be, Leo? How can that be, Pastor Leo? You can't be asking us to forget all the people in our lives. (laughs) No. You can love your family. You can love your spouse, your husband, your wife. You can love your children. You can love your grandchildren. But listen carefully what I'm saying. But there is only one that should be worshipped. There's only one that should be worshipped. One, no one else, no one thing should take the place of God in our lives in being worshipped. I pray today that you have surrendered yourself to worship the one true God who sent his son becoming flesh and blood to show all of us that we can live a life being human because he was all human and all God, and yet he gave all honor and glory to his father. You and I can do it. It may seem very, very difficult for us at times. But if we spend time with God, being intimate with God, surrendering ourselves when we come here even to get off on a great start, you can do it on a Sunday. You could do it on a Monday. (laughs) And if you could do it on a Monday, I guarantee you, you could do it on a Tuesday. (laughs) And if you do it Tuesday, don't tell me you can't do it Wednesday and Thursday because you got past the hump now. And if you can do it for four days, my God, you could do it on Friday. Saturday might be a little rough. (laughs) They call that the devil's day. So we got to make sure that the devil doesn't get one day to be Lord, to be worshiped. Jesus comes first seven days a week, 24 hours a day to be worshipped. Because he's the only one that deserves the glory and the honor and the praise. Amen. Father, we thank you so very much because you... Are worthy. you've called each and every one of us to worship you. And today we say, receive our worship in Jesus name. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this program. For more information and directions to our church, please visit our website at bearcreekumc.org or call the church office at 281-463-2330. You can also submit a prayer request by clicking on the contact page of our website.